Welcome to the United Casters Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about our 3-2 win away in the Europa League against Omonia. O-M-O-N-I-A. They are a team from Cyprus in the Europa League. A very, very interesting game today. Certainly a game of two halves, definitely. Well, obviously. Every single game of football is a game of two halves. But, uh, yeah, um, very different um, in the second half. Um, I think Ten Hag got some things really right today. Um, I, th- I think he did really, really, really well in terms of certainly substitution choices. Um Tactics, mentality, I thought were much better in the second half. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like this was a game where, you know, we went in, was it 1-0 at halftime, I think? And, um, yeah, don't know what Tenag said to these these lads, these guys, at, um, at halftime, but it clearly seemed to work. I thought the substitutions were the best we've seen so far from Tenag. Um, barring maybe one, but the other two I thought were very good choices, very impactful choices. Um, or the other, the other few were, uh, were very good choices. Um, yeah, it looked very down and out in the first half, didn't it? Um, you know, you, you look at the first half and there was not enough movement, just all round, far too slow, passing was too slow, we were taking too much time, and that really frustrates me when I see Man United do that. Um, it does remind me too much of the Oli days when that happens. Um, but the mentality didn't seem to be there in the first half. The energy, the hard work didn't seem to be there in the first half. The quality was there slightly. That the, There were moments in the first half where we looked alright. Um, but then came out in the second half and just, just started playing a bit better. Um, there were still a few moments in the second half where we we could have improved, but ultimately we we won the we, we came back and we won the game in the end. Um, this felt also like one of them games. This is something England tend to do a bit too much. This felt like maybe one of them games where we took things a bit too easy, um, and it's um, you know one of them one of them games of FIFA where you've had twenty shots on target and you've absolutely just like you know well had loads of shots on target. And then they get, you know, that uh, that, that goal in the last minute and they, and they beat you. It sort of felt a bit like that in the first half. That like, chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. And then they just went and scored one goal. And that's kind of the, re- the reality of football is it doesn't matter how many shots you have. Obviously, you need to probably have at least one. You only need, you only need to score one goal in a game of football to win the game. Um, if you look at the Premier League... You you only need to score thirty eight goals to win the Premier League because if you win every single game one nil, you've won the league. Doesn't matter. Obviously, you have to concede no goals, but um, it's it's the reality of football, isn't it? Um, you look at the first half, and you think, um, just so unbelievably wasteful. We, we we seem to be, yeah, just just to sort of like, oh, we'll get another chance. Oh, we'll get another chance. Oh, we'll get another chance. And then second half took things a bit more seriously. It's not a good thing for that to happen to Man United, but it it provides a wake up call in the second half that we very much needed. And hey, we we went on and we we improved and we won the game, which is that's the important part. You don't want to see this happen all the time. We you never really want to see it happen, but we went on and we improved in the second half. Um, I've got some wildly different sort of player ratings to give out as well. There were some players who I thought had a horrible, horrible game. 
and some players who really stood out. So we'll, we'll be returning to doing the play ratings today because on Sunday there was no real point in doing play ratings. Um, I've already figured out who my man of the match is. Um, a few other players that, you know, played really, really well as well. Um, so that was, uh, that was very, very good. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my thoughts, the, you know, pre-talk kind of thoughts on my game. I'll get into the summary in a minute and sort of break down the goals. If, if I can remember them all, I should be able to. Um, but no, it was just too, too much sort of like taking it easy, falling asleep and kind of like, hey, we can just win this game because who is this team? The problem when you do that against a, you know, underdog sort of team is they kind of realise eventually maybe what you're doing and they go, we can beat this lot, you know, and they didn't beat us. Obviously, we still won the game, but they used that opportunity to take the lead and they started playing with confidence, but then we got ourselves back into the game again. I think Ten Hag probably gave a good um, halftime speech, maybe, um, which obviously we we didn't see. Um, but yeah, we certainly came back out in the second half a different team and you know grabbed the game by the scruff of its neck and and we won, which was really good. So again, it, it was good to see certain elements of that, and this was an interesting test in terms of that. Um, but again, it's not something you want to see us doing. All the time. Uh, let's get into the summary that we've got here. First off, there's only one note here, one one event, which is the goal. Um, and yeah, sloppy free kick. Sancho and Malasia both losing the ball. Um, Malasia losing the ball a bit worse, but still, both of them lost the ball. Hit us on the break. We couldn't get anyone back in time or close enough. And uh, it was a very good finish. I'll give this. Uh, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Um, but it was a very, very good finish, I thought, actually. Um, maybe De Gea could have possibly done better with it, but um, credit where credit's due. They caught us out, you know. Um, it's it, This this goal wasn't scored just because we made some mistakes. It was because they capitalised on mistakes and strung a f- few good passes together, hit us on the break, and uh, the finish was very good. So credit to them for that. They, they, they caught us out. We, we were taking the game too easy, I think. We were taking it too casually. Which is something you should never ever do in football, um, and uh, they 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 pounced on the opportunity. So cool, can't really can't really complain about that. It's not like you know, referee didn't make a bad decision or you know n- nothing like that. So that was the first goal. Uh, then when it was half time, um, then substitutions at half time. I supported these substitutions, and there's something very important I want to talk about with the first one. Rashford on for Sancho. I have been saying for months, which goes back into the end of last season. Obviously, you know the bad, un- the bad ending with uh, Ralph Ragnick. Um, just because you've got big names like Rashford and Bruno and Ronaldo and all, all these big names in your team, it doesn't mean they have to start the game. It doesn't mean they have to start the game. And I think this game is a prime prime example in in two situations i'll talk about the other player in a minute um with with a, with a later substitution um bringing rashford on off uh, bringing rashford on from the bench there's nothing wrong with doing that and you saw um rashford off the bench energy closing down really good passing trying to take people on scoring a couple of goals that's that's what you want to see if if it's a case where rashford's on the bench and he thinks ah oh, damn i need to like you know I don't know, play better or whatever, um, or gra- grab my opportunity. Again, every single one of these players who put on this Man United shirt, whether they're starting the game or being brought on as a sub, 
As soon as you walk on that pitch and you've got a Man United t-shirt on, you need to be thinking to yourself, I need to grab this opportunity. And again, it shouldn't matter in terms of like, oh, he's Ronaldo, so he'll just start. He's Rashford, so he'll just start. He's Bruno, so he should just start, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter what your name is. I don't care what your name is or who you are. Because um, there's bigger name players in this in this team. If you're not playing well enough, you've got to be dropped or put on the bench. And in this case, because um, you've got two different kind of versions, right? You've got players that you're rotating and players that you're dropping. Or, th- I suppose, a third one, which is just using your options, which is a bit more rotation. And if Ten Hag looks at this game and thought, OK, I'm going to choose Anthony Sancho Ronaldo for my front three. Nothing wrong with that front three um, in terms of the, the players and that. And then Rashford's thinking... He he clearly must have been. I mean, look at look at the way he was playing in this game. He must have been thinking like, okay, when I get brought on, um, and we were losing at that point in the game, it was one nil down. He came on and he scored. He he grabbed the opportunity by a scruff of its, a scruff of its neck. Um, whether he'll do that next game, I I can't tell you because it's not Sunday yet. So, um, but no, that that's that's what that's the exact thing I've been talking about for months. Bruno has a bad game, drop him. Ronaldo has a bad game, drop him. Rashford has a bad game. Drop him. A- any of these players, if they have a bad game, drop them. That's what you have a squad for. And it doesn't mean taking the players out completely out of the team. Because you have a bench for a reason. It's a fundamental part of the game. Which is to rotate players and bring them on. And when that player gets called... I don't know the exact you know, uh, procedure of doing a substitution. But I assume Tenag turns around to these players and says... Like, hey, I'm going to bring you on. Go and warm up or whatever. If that manager turns around to you and he calls you and you've got a Man United shirt on, you, you better be getting ready to grab that opportunity. Because what you should be doing as a sub, and it, it's not going to happen every single time, but it should be happening. If you're someone who's on the bench, so Rashford in this situation, Tenag turns around to you and he says, I'm going to bring you on, or whatever the conversation would be. I'm assuming Rashford would get told he's being subbed on. He's got to be thinking, I'm going to go on that pitch, I'm going to do really, really well. Not necessarily score, but do really, really well. I want to give the manager a headache in terms of, oh, Rashford came on, played really well, do I start him next week or next game, do I not? That That's what you want to be doing. You want to be giving Ten Hag those headache sort of questions, as like, who do I start up front? But not in terms of lack of players, in terms of I have these options, they're all doing well or whatever, and which one do I pick? Because that's that's how you get the best out of your squad. Because then you don't have players kind of walking around or whatever thinking, oh, it's, it'd be fine, I'll, I'll play next game, it'd be fine. Because that's how you start slipping up. And in in this exact situation, Rashford was brought on. We'll talk about his goal in a minute. And uh, he he impressed. Um, yeah, I thought I thought he played very, very well. We'll talk about him a bit more in the player ratings. But that that is the exact thing I've been talking about for so long. Of if you've got Bruno giving the ball away or Ronaldo's not scoring or Rashford's not running or w- whatever it is, right? Put them on the bench. Play someone else. Um, and, you know, ma- make them want to make them want to be hungry. Make them want to, you know, be sitting on the bench thinking, ah, didn't take my chance last time. You know, manager calls upon me. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to go again. And, you know, go out there and impress. So I, I really liked seeing that today. I, I really, really did. Um, Rashford being brought on and doing that so another player that also took a bit of his opportunity uh, Shaw was brought on for Malasia. Um now if you look at if you look at this uh, these these two substitutions from a mistake point of view 
Whether you want to put it on Sancho or Malasia, they both made mistakes that led to the opposition's goal. So Ten Hag looking at the two of them and thinking, okay, I'm going to bring on Rashford and Shaw, makes sense. Because your players have made a mistake, which has led to a goal. Um, you don't have to take them off, but if that's what you want to look at it and do, um, then yeah, I, I don't blame him for doing it. I still love Sancho as a player. I still think he's amazing. I still think I still liked what I've seen from Malaysia. It, it doesn't mean those players are bad. It means they made a mistake. And they're being, uh, well, I don't know if punish is the right word to use, but the, the action has been taken. You know what I mean? Because um, they were both at fault for the goal. The first one, this was their first opportunity um, halftime to make a sub. He took them both off and brought on two players that took their opportunity. Again, you don't want players to make mistakes, but the result of the substitutions and everything um, led to something really good. So that's a good point with that. Uh, then Rashford scored his goal. Uh, what was this one? Um, oh, yeah, this was a funny kind of goal. I think it was Martinez that passed it to him. Um, Rashford took the ball down, kind of slipped a little bit, regained the ball. Um, good little sort of turn. And uh, put it away in the bottom corner. But the the Rashford of last season, who was, I, I would say, off form for a number of reasons. I did an entire podcast about that. Would have slipped over and let that ball go. But it's those little things like that, that he, he's gotten back up. He's slipped, he's gotten back up. And he's gone and got the ball. Not only has he done that and gotten the ball back, he could have passed it and given it away. He could have run and given it away. He could have shot and missed. There's a lot of different things that could have happened. But he took his opportunity. And I, I just really liked seeing that. Because initially I was like, oh, that's a bad touch, Rashford. And then he got up. And I was like, oh, he's got the ball back. And then sort of did... I can't remember exactly what he did. He did some sort of little flick. Got himself some space. Um, I think somebody made a dummy run down the left-hand side. Um, and the defender got pulled to the side a bit. And he saw some space, clearly. And he took his shot. He took his opportunity. So, um good it's what you want to see it's it's uh, very very good so credit to Rashford for uh for that because uh, again the, the the injured you know not quite all with it version of Rashford last season um I don't even think he f- forget losing the ball I don't think he would have even necessarily made the run to get the ball um last season so um it's a bit of an improvement will it continue I have no idea so we'll see uh, let's talk about the next substitution Martial on for Bruno Fernandes uh, it's one I definitely agree with as well. Um, I I myself wouldn't have actually started Bruno. I've been saying for a number of weeks. I think he's been very off form. I wouldn't have started Ronaldo or Bruno in this game. They both did start. Not in my control. Martial being brought on. Uh, clearly, we're about to talk about his goal in a minute. So, again, impact substitutions is what you want to kind of keep seeing. Um, and, again, I've been... This is yet another example. Martial, who was somebody who was a bit out of the team, so to speak, um, trying to make his way back into the team, brought on, here's your opportunity, Martial. I'm not going to start you, but here's your opportunity. I, I would have started him. Um, I think when he was brought on against Man City, obviously he came on, he scored two goals, one of which was a penalty, but he earned the penalty himself. Um, and again, this is what you want to see, players being brought on, not necessarily scoring every single time, um, but you have effectively, you have effectively two super subs here. With um, Rashford and with Martial. So um, I like to see that very much. Uh, what was this? It says Rashford got the assist. I remember the shot. I think it was just a pass from Rashford, wasn't it? But very, very good from both of them. Um, both of them were clearly up for it in this game, which was uh, brilliant to see. 
I'll be mentioning when I get to the um, when I finish the player ratings part of this. I'll mention the 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 team that I would play on Sunday. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then they made some substitutions. Fred on for Anthony, Anthony. Sorry. Um, yeah, this has been a bit of a uh, regular thing on the Ten Hag. Uh, you know, 70 sort of plus minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 to go. There was 15 to go in this case. Fred being brought on to just use, use his energy, use his tenacity. It's worked out on, I think, every single occasion, hasn't it? Um, not not in terms of us winning the game, uh, but in terms of Fred individually having a good performance. And like I said before, I'm sure Fred's happy to be continue to be played. Um, we're not doing the whole McFred partnership thing, clearly, at the moment. Uh, and if this is Fred's role in the team, I'm sure he's happy to do it, you know, every, you know, 10, 20 minutes at the end of certain games. Um, yeah, it's, if that's what works, and he, he does have a lot of energy, he can kind of get stuck in, and he's very tenacious. Not the greatest at passing and whatnot, and shooting, but if you're, if you're just bringing him on for that sort of late impact energy type thing those sort of fresh legs um fred is seemingly good for doing that and it keeps working so let's keep doing it um so and what what i don't want tenog to sort of do from this is look at fred's decent performances because he's been running around and causing problems and tackling people is to start him um cuz i don't i still don't think fred or mctominay should be starting um, I'm not quite sure what McTominay's role is in this team necessarily, but Fred at least has an outline for one, which is to be brought on late in the game. Um, you know, to get stuck in, get some tackles in, run around, just 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 bother the other team. Um, it's you know, it's not the most technical sort of thing to do, but every, everyone's got their role in their team. Not everybody's going to be doing the same thing, so that worked again. Um, I think Anthony was having a de in terms of the player being taken off here. I think Anthony was having a decent game, um, but in terms of keeping, I think the idea here was to keep on Ronaldo, Martial, and Rashford. Um, so yeah, yeah, Ronaldo, Martial, and Rashford. So I, I cool, fine. Um, I just, I probably, I would have at some point just taken Ronaldo off. We'll talk about Ronaldo. In the player ratings, uh, well, speaking of uh, the other sub, uh, McTominay on for Casemiro. Um, it's not the substitution I necessarily would have made. I don't really know why Casemiro is being taken off. Again, it might be that late sort of like fresh legs in midfield sort of thing. The game was very close, so I understand it from that perspective. Um, I would have liked to have seen Iqbal instead, maybe. Um, I don't know if this was necessarily the game to bring him on for, but um, again, this is a case where I understand Tenag substitution, but it's not necessarily one I would have done, so fine. Um... And it didn't lead to anything catastrophically bad, did it? So, that was good. Uh, so, yeah, McTominay on for Casemiro. So, you do have McFred on at that point, but that's just for, you know, different sort of reasons. Not for the reasons that Oli used to start them anyway. So, and then uh, Rashford scored another goal to make it, I believe it was 3-1 after this goal. Ronaldo doing a little bit of hold-up play, which is unusual. Ronaldo doesn't really do hold-up play, does he? Uh, passing it through to Rashford. Ma Rashford making a very good run. On the back post. Um, and slotting his goal away. Again. Rashford making that run. Having that determination to get there. You just saw it. You know. Oozing. In this game. He was just oozing with determination in this game. And it's a very very well taken goal from Rashford. So. Yeah. Good stuff with the, with that goal. Then they scored a goal as well. Um, how was it they scored this one? I remember their first one. They sort of caught us out didn't they? 
What was this one? It wasn't from a corner, was it? I can't quite remember. I, I think it was just they, they just passed it through onto our goal. Um, and it was just a bit of a calamity. I remember it being sort of a bit of a calamity effort from us to clear the ball. Um, there wasn't really like one or two or three players to put this on. This is more of a team thing, maybe. Just multiple players not closing people down and that type of stuff. It made for a bit of an edgy, nervous sort of last five, ten minutes. So that was unfortunate. Um, so yeah, that was that was the summary for the for the game. So some good, some really good goals scored. I'm very, I'm very very happy with how the goals were scored, who scored them, and all that type of thing. Um, that's the thing I'm probably most happy about. And the the substitutions I thought in this game were were pretty much spot on. So I'm very very happy with that. Um, not not necessarily quite so happy with some player performances, but happy with other ones. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about those. See you for those in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show 
And let's move on to player ratings. Uh, let's start off with our man of the match, if it wasn't obvious already. Marcus Rashford only played half the game. Um, subbed on, determination, uh, running around, getting things done, closing players down, scoring two goals, um, getting an assist with Martial's goal. Uh, really, really, what, what, one, one of Rashford's best performances in a long, long time. Um, again, as I said before, last season where he was having a particularly bad season, I recognised slash guessed a few particular reasons as to why that might be happening. If you want my thoughts more on that, uh, I did do a, a separate episode for it. It was a while ago, but the same argument sort of still stands. I don't know if this is him being over those things, or if he's moved on from certain things, or he's just better, or uh, just that determination is back. But th there was just a different spark about Rashford in this game. Um, he actually surprised me a few times with like how he took people on, and he was running a lot and stuff, because that, that's one of Rashford's attributes. He's really good at running with the ball. Um, took his goals really well. Uh, Link-up play was really good, especially with Martial. He, he's always kind of had a pretty decent... Um, partnership with Martial I think so uh, 10 out of 10 for Rashford no question for me there um, he's certainly my man of the match so good stuff Rashford and he didn't even start the game so but as I've mentioned dozens and dozens of times impact subs um, switching out players who are out of form bringing them on later with determination it, it's a very good idea and this game is the first in a long time where I've been able to show that because obviously I'm not in charge of uh, or talk about that because obviously I'm not in charge of substitutions <laughs> but uh, it's it's been a thing I've sort of like been talking about for a long long time um, so yeah it, it it was good to finally see it was good to finally see what I've been trying to explain for a long time because that, that's exactly how that's supposed to kind of happen in, in the idea of how I you know that, that super sub sort of thing so Really good, really good from Rashford. Uh, 10 out of 10. Um, he's not even in the starting 11 here. David De Gea. Um, could he have stopped a few of the goals? Maybe. I'd probably give him an average 6. Because apart from that... I mean, a goalkeeper is always a funny one to sort of rate, isn't he? Because he's just a different position to everybody else. Um, I'd give him an average 6, I think. Um, he was fine apart from the shot stopping. But, um, yeah. That's that's my rating for De Gea. Take that for what you will. De Lowe, um I'd probably give him an 8. I thought we got forward really well. Tried a few things with some crosses. Um, but a few players were a bit more wasteful in this game. Which we will talk about that particular person. Or those two particular people, sorry, in a minute. Um, but yeah, Delo had a but above average game, I would say. I was I was uh, relatively impressed with Delo. I thought he was pretty good. Uh, Lindelof, I would give him probably a 6. Not far, far from his worst game. I've seen... Lindelof dropped some absolute stinkers in the past, and I have been very vocal about those particular games. Um, not a shining light of a game for Lindelof. He certainly played better. He certainly played worse. Um, he's good at certain things, but as I've mentioned before in the past, it, it, it's funny with Lindelof because he is still a defender, but the qualities that he has, which is like his passing, aren't necessarily qualities of a defender. Um, and I think he showed that kind of today. He's very good at passing. Don't get me wrong. He's very good at passing. Um, decent at ball control. Not very quick. Struggles to tackle. Doesn't really attract runners. He's a funny player, Lindelof. He he can be quite a, kind of interesting to watch sometimes. Um, I'd still get rid of him. <laughs> quite easily, I'd still very much get rid of him. Because um, I think we can get better in this team. 
and we have better players in this team um, that just aren't being used. But yeah, I'd, I'd give him a six. I thought it was fine. Uh, Martinez, I'd probably give him a nine. A um, little bit uh, um, iffy defensively. I thought we could have done slightly better with a couple of the situations with the goals. Um, but still had that great mentality about him, that sort of butcher mentality that he's got going on. Um, apart from a few mistakes, um, I thought we had a really good game in, in lots of other departments. So I give him a nine. Malasia, um I think I have to give him... Uh, his attacking player was okay, I suppose. I have a rating in mind for Sancho. I, I'll probably give... Alright, I'll give Sancho and Malasia the same rating this week because they had pretty much the same game. Attacking-wise, I'm just going to rate them both at the same time, just as I'm on the subject. So Sancho and Malasia, I'm going to give both of them a 4. Um, I thought attacking-wise, they could have done better, but they had, like, moments? Um, but, again, I'm taking a lot of their score off because of the mistakes for the goals. I love both these players, but just because I like a player doesn't mean I'm going to automatically give them a good score, because 4 is not a good score. Um, yeah, it just... Uh, just an unfortunate game. These things just happen to players sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'd give them both a four. Casemiro, I thought Casemiro is very good. Um, I'd probably give him an eight. Gave the ball away a couple too many times. Um, but when he did do some good stuff, um, I thought he really kind of shone and everything. Just need, I think he just needs some more minutes. I also think he needs to be in that midfield with Donny, who is still injured, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, a, a good game from, from Casemiro, I would say. Ericsson, um, I'd probably give him the same score. Looked a little bit slower today, maybe, Ericsson, um, but still looked kind of intelligent with some of his passing, um, which I thought was good, but um, didn't have like his greatest, greatest game, but I'd probably give him an 8. Uh, Anthony, I think I'd give him a 6. Um, at some points, looked good. At some points, he didn't. Kind of a bit of an average game. He... W- it's interesting with him because with the Man City goal and the Arsenal goal and with a few shots he had in this game, you know he can cut in on that left foot. I mean, he almost scored today, didn't he? You know he can do it. He just seems a little bit nervous to do it. I don't know if there's a mentality issue, a confidence issue, what it is, something to obviously uh, work on in training. But th- there's something about him which I'm which I- I'm excited to see and has been great when he's been really good. He just... He just looks like he lacks that bit of that 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 little push, you know. Um, like you, you watch him play sometimes, you think, okay, make an overlapping run or make a run or an overlapping pass or you know try and take your man on or something, and he doesn't really do it quite so much. Um, he's only just gotten here, so he's possibly still setting in settling in parts of him, but. We we know he can hit them on his left foot. We we know he can. So it it's going to be interesting with Anthony. I, I think there's definitely something about him which I really like. Um, there was a particular run that he did in this game where he almost fell over a couple of times, but uh, got himself a free kick. That was better to see. Um, but again, it it could be a thing of like, okay, is the low the right, you know, um, right back partnership for him? That overlapping relationship. You got to have good communication with that. Um, is that the issue? What, what what is it about him? But I'd give him a six. Uh, I don't feel the need to like go in on him. He still played okay, uh, but that is what it is. Uh, Bruno, I'm giving a zero two. Um, because he keeps annoying me. Uh, not as much the hero ball today, but aside from that, he didn't really do anything. Um, 
I think he's another one on that list of just put him on the bench, bring him on later, play somebody else. Obviously, I'm not in charge of the team, but I don't know if Tenag sees something else in him that I don't. If that's the case, then fair enough. But, um, nah, he's just... I, I get nervous when Bruno gets the ball because I'm like, please just don't kick it across the pitch. P- please just don't do it. And he was better with that today. But um, he's still just, not necessarily with the hero ball, because the hero ball is a very panicky thing for him to do. But, because there's a, there's a difference between, and there's a bit of a fine line with it, but there's a difference between what I've discussed more, which is, okay, quick passing, quick moving, be quick, quick, quick with things, right? There's a difference and there's a fine line between passing the ball quickly, getting things done quickly, and panicking. And Bruno is panicking when he gets the ball. And you can kind of see it a bit in his body language. Like, he gets the ball and he's sort of, like, a bit a bit frantic with it. Um, as opposed to Ericsson. Again, I have to bring Ericsson up as the example. Ericsson gets things sometimes done quickly. I, I've not really noticed Ericsson sort of panicking but that's what Bruno Bruno's been doing that for a long time as well this isn't like a this isn't even a new Ten Hag thing um he's been doing that for a very long time um and I just think I think he's probably played too many games I think he needs to be put on the bench so we shall see uh Sancho already talked about him a bit uh again um I, I think Sancho had a different issue than Anthony did in this game but you still have to kind of ask the question the same question I asked for Anthony is Malasia the right uh, wing back, not wing back, full back uh, partnership for him? Should it be Luke Shaw? Should it be somebody else? Because um, we kind of saw from this game um, a bit of an old partnership springing up with Luke Shaw and Rashford, which that it, it did go away for a little bit of time. They were both kind of off form, but it certainly was there in this game with Rashford and Luke Shaw. Um, those those overlapping runs. It there's a lot of things that need to go into that you both obviously need to be communicating with each other really well when you're going to be making the run when you're going to stop running where are you going to be passing the ball are you going to be passing it in behind or to feet there's lots of like that's that's a prime sort of example of of pass and move like when are you doing the supporting run when you're doing the overlapping run when is one of you going to go on the inside when is one of you going to shoot or cross um because if if one of the two of those partnership players makes a choice and the other one doesn't register it, you probably will lose the ball. So I don't know if that's an issue with Malasia and Sancho. Uh, Malasia is new, obviously, for this season. And Sancho, when did he join? Sancho was last season, wasn't he? So anyway, uh, that's my thoughts on that. Um, I was going to give Ronaldo a zero, but he did get an assist. So I'll give him a one. This was one of the worst games I've ever seen Ronaldo play. Um... Now, what, one of the issues I've noticed with Ronaldo, and it really was clear as day in this game. It's been an issue with him for a long, long time, but it, it, it was at one of its worst points in this game. Ronaldo gets really, really frustrated with himself. You've probably all noticed because, obviously, when he shoots or misses or whatever, or he doesn't when he doesn't do something right, the camera loves Ronaldo. Obviously, he's a big name, he's a big star, isn't he? Um, you know one of the most popular celebrities and footballers in the world. The camera loves Ronaldo. He gets very, very frustrated with himself when he keeps missing. And when you have a game like this, when you're being given service over and over and over and over again, with some of the more easy-to-score chances I've ever seen Ronaldo take, I've seen Ronaldo score some very difficult goals where you think, wow, how did you do that? That was really good. But 
I suppose that's a thing sometimes in football where a player scores a goal that's like, oh, wow, how did you score that? That was, like, incredible. And then a goal where you think, oh, you're going to score here probably. Oh, you didn't. Um, it's one of the things in football, right? And that's that's probably where some of the frustration, frustration comes in with Ronaldo. Um, I also think there's other elements to it as well. He doesn't want to be here still. He's playing Europa League football. Did he ever expect that in his career, to be playing Europa League football? Probably not. Um... I think it. I, I. I don't think we should wait till the summer to move him on. I think we should be moving him on in January. Um, I really think, looking back on what he's done so far this season, obviously we're still quite early in the season. We really should have tried to replace him in the summer. He came back. Uh, what was it last year? Everybody was very happy about it. A few people kind of given a few concerns. He played very well. He scored a lot of goals. But then it was, oh, Ronaldo transfer request in Europa League. He's not happy about that. He's not happy about the amb- ambition of the club. That's when he should have left. What 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 should have happened is it should have been a, been a point where Ronaldo comes back. You know, memories, nostalgia, Ronaldo, CR7's back. Comes back, scores 18 goals in the league. Very good. Still one of our better players last season in quite a turmoil sort of season. But as soon as that transfer request was handed in, and he was saying club's not ambitious enough, Europa League football, you know, he wants Champions League football. Um, that's when we should we should we should have said thanks for your service, Ronaldo. We're gonna move you on. I suppose one of the problems with doing that is you have to find the club that wants him. Um, and at Ronaldo's age and the type of player he is, there's a there's only very specific certain teams he can actually play for. Um, I don't think his next move is in the Premier League. Um, I think he needs to go away abroad somewhere um, and just 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 play somewhere else. I think now um, because I, I I don't know if it's a quality issue or an order or an age issue, but he had some very easy to score chances in this game. He hit the post from like very very close to, towards a goal in this game. Um, he I I think it's just time to move him on. Um, you can call this game bad luck. Strikers have their days like that, but I do think it's time to move him on. Which I love Ronaldo. You know, um, obviously when we watched him in the in the Ferguson era, especially two thousand eight, uh, seven, eight, and nine, um, incredible player for us. But he's a different player now. He's a different person now. He's thirty seven, um, and you really saw in this game how slow he was as well. Um, so, yeah, I'll give him a one. Very good pass through to Rashford for him to score his goal. Good bit of play there. Going to give him credit where credit is due. But he really should have at least scored one goal today. Um, but I think a problem within himself that he's got, and you saw it happening throughout this game, is chance missed, chance missed, chance missed, chance missed. He's getting more and more and more frustrated with himself. And he's probably just like, I don't know, it's just, it's just not, it wasn't working for him today. So... Um, credit to him for what he's done in the past, but I think it's just time to move him on in January. Um, I don't know who for or what, but, um, we should have tried to do it in the summer. So, yeah. Anyway, that's Ronaldo. That's my, my thoughts on the situation with Ronaldo. Let's move on, talk about the bench. Let me look at the right one, because I was looking at the other team's bench. Just to tell you who was on the bench, Dubravka, Alanga, Fred, Garnacho, Heaton, Iqbal, Martial, McTominay, Palestri, Rashford... And sure, the players are brought on with Fred, Martial, McTominay, Rashford and Luke Shaw. 
Uh, Fred came on and did what he needed to do, so credit to Fred. Martial came on, scored a goal, got an assist, really, really good. McTominay uh, was only on for a short amount of time, not much to say about McTominay. And Rashford, I think, was certainly man of the match. Uh, not just because he scored two goals, but that performance, the determination, um, It's we, we just weren't seeing that last season, were we? For, for lots of different reasons, I think, still. So... Good stuff from Rashford and Shaw came on, who I also thought thought contributed very well. I would have liked to have seen Nick Bally in this game, but this game was a bit more. This game was a bit more close than what we would have hoped, maybe. And maybe Ten Hag was looking and thinking, uh, "Is this mate? Is this the game I want to sub the youngsters on?" Um, I just want to see some of the young players. I just think it would be interesting to see their development. And I think when we have seen Nick Bell play. He looks pretty promising, so uh, I just wanted to just wanted to see him. But we got the win; that's what matters, and we move on. Um, Everton Sunday, seven p.m. I don't know why, but that's what the Premier League has chosen on BT Sport. Uh, so seven p.m. BT Sport Everton. So my team for that game would be De Gea, Delo. Some people, some of you are gonna laugh, but Twenzebi, Martinez, because. Varane's injured, McTominay's injured anyway, and I still don't think Lindelof is good enough. Uh, so Twanzebe is the other option there. I think Mengi is on loan, isn't he? I don't actually know, but yeah, De Gea, De Twanzebe, um, Martinez, and Luke Shaw. Again, Malasia off the bench, nothing wrong with that at all. You have five subs now, and you have... How many people are on our bench? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven people. I'll squad on the bench. Um, so there's, there's place for Mar- uh, Martial. Uh, Malasio on the bench. Nothing wrong with bringing him on if Shaw's having a bad game or something else tactically you want to do. Um, heck, the other what was it the other week? Malasio played as a right back. If Delo's having a bad game or you want to make us a, a wing back substitution, bring Malasio on for that. Still have him involved. N- nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean that you sell the player or yeah you know, anything dramatic like that, but uh, yeah, De Gea, Delo, Twanzebi, Martinez, Luke Shaw. Um, what do you do with the midfield, Casemiro? Um, if Donny's fit, then play him, but I don't think he will. So Eriksson. Um, I really just I just want to see Iqbal. Just just let me see Iqbal. I just want to see what he's like. Um. But with a good midfield around him, so Ericsson and Casemiro, Ericsson, Casemiro, Iqbal. Again, I could, could be wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying this team's going to work, going to be perfect or guaranteed a result. But it's just a team that I would like to see. Um, so yeah, Casemiro, Ericsson, and Iqbal. Um, Iqbal can run around a lot as well, so he can sort of like help a bit defensively. Uh, so that would be good. Um, by the way, with that, I would have Ericsson further up, Iqbal next to um, Casemiro, kind of. Although you can sort of have them free-flowing a bit, um, Anthony on the right, Martial up front, Rashford on the left, again, Ronaldo Sancho on the bench, nothing wrong with bringing them off the bench, Bruno on the bench, nothing wrong with bringing him off the bench, all, all that does is make your bench stronger, if you have good players on your bench, uh, that would be my team for Sunday, I might try and do that from now on, depends how long that takes me and how much time I have and all that type of stuff, but I have a bit of time today, so, uh, yes, yeah, so just to recap, De Gea, Low, Twanzebi, Martinez, Luke Shaw. Plus, Luke Shaw's got that good overlap relationship with Rashford. Casemiro, Donny, if he's fit. Um, if if Donny's not fit, then Eriksson. Um, and wait a sec. 
Alright, so if Donny's not fit to play, it'll be Casimiro, Iqbal, and... Uh, I'm not starting Bruno, just, just not doing it. Wouldn't start McTominay. Wouldn't start Fred, because I've already said about his role. Um... Um, just play Donny anyway. No, um, I don't know how else you would play in midfield. I've just realised how bare our midfield is. Uh, but then I'm leaving three players out. Um, I would play... Oh, Garner's not even here anymore, is he? God's sake. Why do we keep doing things like that? Um, I wouldn't... I, would, I don't think I'd start Savage and Iqbal. That's a bit... Hmm. I don't know. We play with ten men. Um... Yeah, so that that would be my midfield. <laughs> and then Anthony, Martial and Rashford. I think you could see... I think there's potential again to see very good link-up play between Martial and Rashford switching in and out, left and right. Because they can both kind of play middle and definitely both play... But the left is their preferred position, but they can kind of switch in and out, make some good make some good overlapping runs and some supporting runs. Then you've got that thing there with Shaw. Try and use that. Uh, again, I wouldn't, I'm not saying what I've just suggested is going to be guaranteed to beat Everton, but that's just what I would do in this game. Um, so, yeah. Could you start Malasia in midfield? I'm just trying to think about that other midfield player. I don't know. Um, what you could do, it's a bit more risky. Um, so, let's say Donny isn't available, because I'm trying to answer that question. Casemiro and Iqbal go 4-4-2. Martial and Rashford up front and Garnaccio on the left. Would that work? I just I, I wouldn't start Bruno, wouldn't start McTominay, wouldn't start Fred. And if Donny's not available Um I don't know, I start Bruno and tell him to calm down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you do. But that's where I that's where you could have slotted in like Garner or whatever, but you know, there we go. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's my uh, team selection kind of for Sunday. That's my thoughts on the game. What do you think of this game? What do you think of Rashford's performance? Uh, who would you choose for Sunday's game? Midfield, defence, goalkeeper, etc. Up front. Um, there's there's no way I'm starting uh, Ronaldo. There's no way I'm starting Ronaldo or Bruno after what they did to, what they did tonight, especially Ronaldo. Um, God. I just, what's happened to him? I, d I don't know. But anyway, Matthew and Entertainment Talk .org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page information in your show notes. Uh, email box on the website version of the episode, clickable email name in your show notes as well. So that's how you can get in touch, let us know what you think of whatever. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, May United podcasts. Take a look at all of that. Uh, if you want to support Entertainment Talk in other ways, you can listen to our podcast, of course. Uh, entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms entertainment talk check out what we've got tv games films may night podcast take a look at that as well um i am still planning to try to see don't worry darling at some point i've had a really good look around at cinema listings and there isn't anything that sort of fits when i want to go and see it and the problem is with watching things at the cinema is you can't just turn up at whatever time and watch whatever you want because it doesn't work that way um, so look out for that at some point soon I still have the intention to go to the cinema to see that film because I want to see it I also want to see that other film called Smile um, and obviously we've got Black Adam cool, coming up soon and then obviously Black Panther so just a, just a bit of an update on the film side there's two films I'm trying to see it doesn't matter if I see uh, see 
smile before don't worry darling or the other the other way around it doesn't really matter um i'm looking for listings for both but i've had a really good look around today uh on different apps and stuff and i, I can't find any i can't find any times that are suitable for me um so unfortunately that will have to wait until there is um but you'll know when i do because i'll tweet out that i've seen them or whatever and then you'll see a review pop up later on the day but um that'll have to wait for now so unfortunately uh but yeah check out what we're doing at the moment entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms entertainment talk if you want to support us in other ways you can simply tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it um by just telling them or using social media and whatnot uh, please do that as well patreon five dollar ten dollar level tiers free every podcast review options have a look at that as well if you'd like to uh, TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, all that good stuff as well. Um, that sort of stuff. Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, which is on Tuesdays. That's run by David, friend and co-host of the show. Uh, Geektown Radio Tuesdays, Geektown.co.uk throughout the week. TV and film news. Uh, Twitch content. Bex is still streaming very regularly over on Twitch. Little Nightmares, chat games, uh, chat streams, retro games, classic games, all that type of stuff. Trust to be YTES, mainly on Twitch, but also across other platforms as well. Me, uh, I'm going to continue the FIFA career mode episodes on Wednesdays at 8. I'm going to get rid of the Friday streams at the moment because they're not quite priority streams. And I also really need to get started doing classic reviews episodes, which you will hopefully see at the end of the year. Uh, so no Friday streams at the moment, but it's still sticking on with the FIFA career mode episodes very close to the end of the season. If you've missed those episodes, they're all archived at the moment on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Uh, that's Wednesdays at 8. That's UK time, 8 o'clock. But if you missed that, don't worry. They'll be exported to YouTube afterwards, which is Entertainment Talk Plays over on YouTube. So Twitch, eTalkUK for the streams. And if you miss them, or you miss the game clips or whatever that I put up, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays for all of that. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you probably on Sunday for Everton. We'll see how we get on, see who plays, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.